0: Hey friends, welcome back to Geological. Today, I've got Toby Daly with me again. If you've been a regular listener to Geological, show number 45, Toby and I sat down for a conversation about psalm acupuncture. Psalm is a Korean tradition. We got into it on that episode. And since then, I've been working this stuff in the clinic. And oh my God, have I got some questions. So Toby has graciously agreed to come back, sit down with us, and, uh, you know, kind of play my, or kind of play Huang Di to my uh, Qin Bo here. These conversations come to you through the generous support of our sponsors and members. All the sponsors here provide helpful products or services that you'll find beneficial in your clinical work. Worried that an EMR is too complex for you? Jane has friendly and knowledgeable support. Mayway Herbs is celebrating the 55th year of their family business. You're invited to make use of their vast library of resources. Are you concerned about the health of Mother Earth? AcuFast Needles is doing something about that. You can too. And later in the show, Ancestral Sturman offers up a sinew treatment and the folks at Blue Poppy have something special to share as well. Do be sure to visit the sponsors page on the Geological website To take advantage of all the special offers, our terrific sponsors have for listeners of the podcast. I don't know about you, but sometimes I take a step back and marvel at my acupuncture needles. I mean, they're the world's simplest medical tool, a sharpened wire and a handle. That's it. And with this simple tool, hundreds of health conditions can be resolved. I love it. planting trees, and joining a community of practitioners changing the world. Like our simple needle, being a part of this solution, it's simple too. Visit acufastneedles.com cheological geological to learn how.
1: Hi folks, I'm Yvonne Lau, president of Maywe Herbs. Our family business turns 55 this year, and we wouldn't have gotten this far without the love and support of our community. We're truly grateful. And promise you that we'll continue to work hard to support you and your practice. Please visit Maywei.com to find the perfect Ponsar brand formula or formulate your own in our dispensary. Our site also has lots of articles, videos, and herbal recipes for you to explore. And tune into our podcast, Chinese Medicine Matters, for insightful discussions on all things TCM. Learn about treatment strategies and proper herbal remedies. As we welcome the month of May, our focus is on women's health. Our newsletter articles and podcast episodes this month will highlight different aspects and unique challenges women face, so subscribe or tune in. And if you're a practitioner, get a discount on our women's health formulas this month. Just visit meiwei.com. This season and every season, trust meiwei Herbs for your health and wellness needs. And thank you for supporting Real Chinese Medicine.
0: I love how technology can help to automate my office, and I want to share with you my favorite tool for doing so. Jane Jane is a clinic management software in EMR with a human touch. Whether you're switching your software or going paperless for the first time, the Jane team knows that the onboarding process can feel a little overwhelming. That's why with Jane, you don't just get software, you get a whole team. Included in every Jane subscription is their award-winning customer support available by phone, email, and chat whenever you need it, even Saturdays. You can also book a free account setup consultation to review your account and ensure you feel confident about going live. If you're interested in making the switch to Jane, head to janeapp switch to book a one-on-one demo with a member of their support team. And be sure to mention the code geological at the time of sign up for a one month grace period on your new Jane account. answer some questions so I'm really excited about this Toby welcome back to geological thanks so much Michael I'm happy to be here again yeah this is this is this is a, an amazing kind of acupuncture because I'm finding that it makes my brain work in a different way and it ties a whole bunch of stuff together and one of the things that I'm struck by is I've been working through this article that you published, and I read it again and again after uh, after I've been in clinic. But there's there's some concepts in here that are very nicely laid out, and I get it when I read it. But when I sit down in clinic, my brain kind of goes tilt. I just, it's like I don't have all the mental structures in place yet to use it. So what I'd like to start with is a look at the six levels here. Right? You've got the, the Tai Yin moisture that is treated by the Yangming dryness and you know, and that makes sense. And then you got the the Yin and the Tai Yang. So we got water and fire, and then the Dre Yin and the Shaoyang. Uh, Actually, I want to start with that because you know the water and fire I get, and the heat and dryness, I'm sorry, the the moistness and the dryness, I get that. But you talk about Jay Yin as being associated with inward movement. Mm-hmm. And it's balanced by the Xiaoyang's outward movement. That's a really nice idea. What does it actually mean? How would we see this expressed in our patients in clinic?
2: Yeah, I think that's a great uh, place to start.
0: I think, you know, it's, it's basically
2: people's sort of their, how they approach the world, uh, whether it's more internal, like more reflective or more reactive for the outside. That's a big, broad term. So if someone's really aggressive and uh, you know really focused on the outside world, then I usually think about Shaoyang. Uh, if someone's like a monk, uh, much more inward looking, uh, then I think about Juayin. So it, it's
0: the orientation to how you get around in this world. All right. So would that sync up a little bit or at least touch in on introverted, extroverted? 100%. Oh, 100%. Okay, good. Wow. All right. That helps. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, that really helps. I think
2: it might be helpful to look at uh, the pairings there for that, uh, especially the Zhuoyin pericardium and the Xiaoyang gallbladder. Uh, My teacher, when he introduced those two concepts to me, he said, think about the pericardium energy as being like librarian energy and uh, gallbladder energy being like Mike Tyson energy. So you can see The orientation with those two people is totally different. One's biting ears and one is, you know, quietly, you know, reading. So uh, a lot of times we can see our patients fit into one of those categories pretty easily.
0: Totally. That's really helpful.
2: Uh, I think, yeah, it's a clear image for my teacher and uh, I see it played over and over again in the
0: clinic. Okay. Let's go look at the Shaoyin and the Taiyang. Are there, and, and, and in a moment, I want to get into all the organs Themselves, but for now, just working through this first layer of the six of the six confirmations. Do you have kind of an archetype for the Xiao Yin and the uh, Taiyang? I, I think it's it just the uh, heat and cold aspects. So you know that that could be
2: mental aspects or spiritual aspects too. You know, just certain people are, are really, you know, they're just so outgoing and hot, warm feeling with them. And some people you come in contact with, you just you really feel cold with. You know, right away, I start getting a feel on that, you know, when the patient's in front of me, uh, are they really cold, reserved, or really warm and
0: outgoing? Got it. So so you're really, in a lot of ways, attending to your own sensing of what kind of person is in front of me. Are they in? Are they out? Are they extroverted? Are they like hot and loving? You know, I'm thinking of a, a patient I've got. She's like mama to everybody, right? A very energetic outward kind of energy.
2: Right. So that, that's, that's, again, outward, but that's not Mike Tyson aggressive. You know, it's warm, it's nurturing. So yeah, the, you can see the, you know, looking at the six uh, confirmations, different aspects of it uh, play out differently.
0: Mm-hmm. So there'd be more of like a, a Shao Yin heart fire in that case.
2: 100%.
0: Got it. Okay. And so the thai for at least for me, you know, I, everyone's got their own stuff that they easily caught into, and other things that are obtuse. For me, the tie-in moisture and the yangming dryness, I mean, that just seems to make sense. We'd like look at their tongue or we'd look at their skin. Uh, I think those are probably pretty clear indications. Is, is there anything else that you would add to that?
2: No, that's definitely where I start. Yeah, that's, that's a good place to start. Just look at the overall damp or dryness of a person.
0: Okay. All right. You know, your article is so short. It's like, what, five pages? But I think I've read it about six times now <laughs> because...
2: I really appreciate you putting so much time into it.
0: <laughs> well, it's dense. I mean, it's really dense. I mean, you, you can make a small book out of this. No pressure.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, I'm looking at like the the second page, you know. And, and by the way, folks, this will be on the website. You can You can download it. Uh, or if you're a subscriber to the Journal of Chinese Medicine, it's, it's in there. But th- th- there's the top chart and it goes over like the seasonal correspondences and directions and body parts and I mean, all that's helpful. But the chart that's in the middle of the page, you talk about organ systems, you talk about conformation, the six levels, the phases, right? The Wuxing, the five phases. And then you get into this Psalm combined characteristic. Now, I can follow all this stuff until I get to the psalm combined uh, characteristic. And and then I'm like, well, I'm not sure what to do with that. So it seems like the various organs that we have here, it's like they're archetypes. I'm wondering if you could take some time here and just give us kind of a, a quick tour of each of these archetypical images you know, if someone comes in with say a, a liver conformation, a drean wood liver, inward as you put it, inward wind plus wind equals strong wind. Parentheses inner contemplation. Okay, can you give us like a almost like a cartoon picture or a archetypical stereotype kind of image of each of these, so that as people walk into my clinic, I can begin to go, oh yeah, Toby talked about these people looking like that or sounding like this or doing these kinds of things. Yeah, definitely. I think that would be really helpful to look over this.
2: Just keep in mind, so each organ we're going to be talking about has really three aspects to it. The yin-yang aspect, the five-phase aspect, and the 6 confirmation aspect. It's all kind of glued together uh, in the SOM system into just one archetype. So that's that's really where these archetypes will be coming from, those three different systems combined together. I like, like you said, uh the liver and for this system liver and san jiao is uh paired for this one so the jui yin is paired uh, with the xiaoyang uh, san jiao on this one so like i was telling you before a little bit this is a little bit like monk energy if you have a lot of the san jiao energy that's a really mm-hmm. deep concentration energy and the liver energy is much more loose and cool so a lot of times if um, I have a patient that's really um, not very self-aware, especially my teacher really pointed out, not very polite, especially if the person's not really polite, doesn't do really social norms, they really need to, you really need to uh, supplement the Sanjiao energy in that case because that will really help them with that inner concentration. Wait, wait a minute. You supplement the Sanjiao energy? Yes. For, for that uh, impolite, unaware person.
0: Because they're not looking outward? They're not looking inward.
2: The liver energy is the inward cool energy.
0: So I'm confused here. If they don't have enough inward cool energy going, why would you supplement the Sanjiao? Wouldn't you supplement the liver?
2: No. If we want someone to be polite, we would supplement the Sanjiao.
0: Really? Okay. I'm... This is great. I'm totally confused. Explain how that works.
2: Uh, this one has to do with like the piercing concentration aspect mm-hmm. that people, especially uh, people that are impolite, not very social, aware, socially aware, don't have. So my archetype for the Sanjiao type is the opposite of a monk. Someone really socially unaware, no social graces, like knocking things over, just really unaware.
0: Got it. Okay. Does that make sense? It it does now.
2: It's a different way of looking at this, you know, a totally different lens. So, you know, you have to kind of put away usually how you think about the Sanjiao or the liver. And usually they're not paired, right? The system pairs them. So it's it's a really different way of looking at
0: it. Well, see, I was thinking for myself, and this is why this conversation is so helpful and why we're having it. Because, you know, I've been working with this stuff in clinic. Um, later on, we'll get into what you do when you do things wrong. I've definitely done some things wrong. But as you were talking about this this outward energy and these people that are, you know, they're not aware of their surroundings and they're not aware of their effect on other people, I'm thinking, well, you need to give them a little inward, you know, mental clarity. And I was thinking, yeah, bring some of that liver inward. Maybe they get a little con- con- contemplative, you know, and start to think about things and then they would act differently. I mean, that's where I would have gone. And so when you say Sanjal, I'm thinking, wait a minute, how how does that work? But this is I mean, this is why we're having this conversation, because it, it's easy to look at something like contemplation associated with the liver. And because of me and my biases in this world, I think, well, if people are more contemplative, they'll behave better. But that doesn't sound like it's the case.
2: No, but I think you're right. I, I think you're just misunderstanding the energy, and I may have misspoke about what Anyways, be, because all what we're talking about with the system is we're always trying to add what they don't have, and so I think we might have really got, got crosswise there about what they already have too much of and what we need to add. Okay. So let me give you an example. So I, I work with a lot of uh, Buddhist monastics, and um, so they spend a lot of time developing their sanjiao energy—that uh, really hot concentration uh, that the system associates with sanjiao—and mm-hmm. so almost all of them i uh, supplement the liver energy to make everything a little bit more cool and calm on the inside of their bodies they're already super polite uh, like we'd expect with the Sanjiao. they just really need to you know just kind of counterbalance all that extreme concentration you know a lot of them spend uh, months or even years and just really developing that concentration
0: got it okay uh bring on the next one
2: okay well, we already discussed a little bit about um, gallbladder and pericardium. Is that that's pretty clear? It's an easy one to uh, to picture in your mind, Mike Tyson and a librarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe we'll skip that one, and then go to uh, heart. Heart in the system is paired with urinary bladder, and this is a, a pairing of heart associated with love and urinary bladder associated with like fear. And so that's a uh, love with fire and cold water fear uh associated with the uh, urinary bladder okay that, that's a really pretty straightforward presentation also
0: right right this it, is so interesting because when i start thinking yin yang which is you know obviously my training it's all of our trainings you know i would go to the other taiyang organ small intestine so to pair it with the bladder you know it's just it it just takes a little mental shift we're still working taiyang here but we're not doing taiyang fire i'm sorry we're not doing shaoyin fire we're doing taiyang water
2: right so i mean i think the the most important thing we probably should start with is all these are like opposites in the body opposite aspects of the body and we pair them so that they can balance each other out in, in the system mm mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that's why we would, for example, the heart is Xiao Yin, which is associated with fire, and then you know, you know, its phase is fire, so it's like double fire. Mm-hmm. And Taiyang uh, with urinary bladder is Taiyang, which is um, associated with cold water, and then obviously as a water element, uh, so it, it's double extreme water. fire and extreme cold water. Um, so you can see it, it's, uh, it's an obvious pairing. Yeah,
0: I see it now. Yeah, that come that now that comes into view. Okay, yeah, sorry I should
2: have been uh give you a little bit more framework to put all this before we just start jumping in.
0: Well, but this is the framework. I mean, you you've given a framework in the article. And then I my sense is, at least my experience is, need to start working it. And for me it's a matter of like reorganizing my thinking in a way. So when you say something like heart is double fire and urinary bladder is double water, Oh, okay. Now I got it. Now it snaps to grid. Didn't snap to grid before. Now it snaps to grid.
2: Right. Usually we don't have these systems glued together like this system does. Uh, Usually it's separate, right? You know, we use uh, six confirmations for herbal medicine, or you know, phases separately, or yin yang separately. This system really tries to glue it all together so that you can just use all three systems simultaneously. So it's a little bit confusing at first when uh, when you put them all together, but then actually I find it really helpful in the clinic.
0: Well, here's the other thing that actually excites me about studying this stuff right now is we do have, you know, we've got the different systems. We've got the five phases, we got yin-yang, we got zang-fu, uh, six confirmations. And, and so often I've looked at this and gone, well, this system kind of hangs a little bit together with that system. And this one over here kind of hangs with that. And it's, you know, and then you got the small intestine flapping in the wind, you know, who knows what to do with that thing. This system really does bring a, a certain kind of coherence to the whole situation.
2: Yeah, I find it to be really helpful as an organizing principle and diagnosis in in the clinic. It's, it's just been great because it's not like you kind of hem and haw about something. You really have to decide: is it definitely hot? Is it definitely cold? Is is definitely is someone really extroverted or introverted? You really have to decide that before you treat. So. Uh, like you were telling me before, if you make a mistaken diagnosis with this system, uh, you know right away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into that later. There's, I've had, uh, well, you know, I had some spontaneous combustion the other day. I mean, a patient completely burned <laughs> up on the table. It was exciting.
2: Yeah. Uh, that can <laughs> happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So heart, We we have a pretty good sense of the heart. This is a person who's you know they're loving that love comes outward. They're kind of extra They're probably kind of extroverted, right?
2: Uh, yeah. In, in general, a little bit extroverted. That love is not self love. We'll get into that in a minute with Kitty. That's more self love. You know where you really think highly of yourself. This is this is more outward, right? You write love for others. You think about like the mother archetype at the heart, right? It's she's really just anything for her kids. Uh, lift up the car off them. You know that that kind of just amazing love, <laughs> right? Lift up
0: the, closet. you know, just
2: right. Double fire, right? There's a lot of power in that kind of, yeah, thing.
0: yeah. Okay. And then, what about your cold, watery urinary bladder person? What a, what do they look like?
2: Right. I mean, that that's a really fearful person. You know, they're just terrified of everything, and uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes we see that in clinic uh, where someone's just terrified of everything. And they're scared about the herbs. They're scared about being there and things like that. So a, a lot of times, too, for that kind of case, even if it's just temporary, maybe it's not like their their strong uh, constitution where they're just terrified of everything. But when they're presenting in the clinic at that moment, they're just scared of everything. Are those herbs going to be contaminated? Is this needles? where's the signals coming from? You know, just a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, I, I will um, supplement the heart uh, for those patients to counterbalance that counterbalance that
0: cold, yeah, and that fear. Okay. And again, you talk about adding to what they don't have.
2: Right. And that, that's what, that's where what I think it, it, it's hard with the system because it's opposite. So you're always thinking about, I, I need to, they have too much of this one, too much fear. So I've got to go to heart and supplement the heart to counterbalance that uh, cold
0: in the urinary bladder.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: While we're on the, the subject here, why not disperse the thing that there is too much of.
2: Yeah, definitely we could do
0: that. You know, a lot of times, especially with TCM, you know, we think about getting the blockages and stagnations out of the way before we tonify.
2: Definitely, and sometimes I will do that if the patient's really strong or some kind of emergency case or there's just a huge gap between the two. Sometimes I will drain uh, the offending organ, but especially my teacher really emphasized this, if at all possible, you want to add something to the system you know, you want to make the patient overall better. So if you can close that gap by supplementing the problem that they're low on, that's really the best way to,
0: to approach it in clinic. All right. And I, my suspicion is maybe it's a little safer as well.
2: I think it's, it's definitely better for the patient, if, especially if you make a mistake. If you if you drain what they're already too low in, that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably more dangerous than supplementing what they already have too much of.
0: All right. I, I can follow that. <laughs> Great. So moving along, we've already talked about the Sanjiao,
2: Right. And we started to talk about kidney. Uh, That's a little bit more like self-love. So that's that's xiao yin again, like the heart, uh, that fire. Um, That's a little bit of love, but it's more internal, going deep into the body, the deepest part of the body. For Chinese medicine, we always think about water. So that's a fire-water combination for kidney. And um, my teacher, the image for this one is like more like Bing Mun fire, like a ball of gasoline that's lit. So that's liquid fire, you know, a lot of powerful but deep energy.
0: Not so much outward, it's, it, it's way inside.
2: Right. Way, way inside. And that, that fire is not directed outside, like with the heart, it's more directed inside. So that's like more self regarding. Uh, maybe someone a little bit egotistical, it would be more, have a lot more kidney energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: what about people that are like really narcissistic yeah that
2: i mean that's i would i would think in general with this system we would think their uh, their kidney energy
0: is too high their kidney energy is too high so you would bring you'd bring some of that hot fiery heart love into the situation to warm it up a bit yes if we
2: thought that we wanted to direct that more to the outside love to the outside but in this system uh kidney is paired with uh Uh, small intestine
0: kidney is paired with small intestine all right you are totally like giving my neurons whiplash here i told you this wasn't gonna be easy (laughs) it's okay i buckled up Uh, i I can handle this yeah okay it's it's
2: really it's, it's it's familiar things but group totally different
0: yeah Right. I mean, this is this is great. I love having this conversation. Oh my God, our, all our colleagues are, you know, listening in as I keep going off the rails, just trying to have a conversation with you about this.
3: Hello everyone, Anne Cecil Sturman here. A working knowledge of the eight extraordinary channels from the unbroken oral tradition of acupuncture is valuable beyond words. The power of these channels is tremendous if the practitioner has well-integrated diagnostic, theoretical, and practical skill. You'll be familiar with Dumai, the governor channel or the Sea of Yang, the primal reservoir of Yang, which ultimately finances all movement and growth. But this channel also governs the ability to self-determine. The psycho-emotional presentation of your patients can be matched to a classical activation of this channel clearing impedance in the free flow of yang chi to body, mind, and spirit. I'd like to share with you the marvelous potency of the Do channel in a full length live treatment video from the seminar I taught last year in Melbourne, Australia. It's at com forward slash sinews2024. Click on the jump to free teaching button or see the link on my Instagram page at Anne Cecil Sturman. Thanks, Michael. Back to you.
0: All right. So kidney, small intestine. Uh, clue, is, clue me in. Uh, hopefully there's other people that are listening to this going, what the hell are they talking about?
2: So again, small intestine is tai yang. So we've got the water aspect again and combined with a fire element. So this is really uh, dynamic. Uh, in this case, it's really a dynamic movement. So like I was saying before about kidney, it's that uh, liquid fire inside, really deep inside the body. Uh, the small intestine manifestation of that fire-water combination is really a lot of dynamic movement in the body. So especially someone, um, re- like you were saying, really narcissistic, so really a lot of kidney energy, they really focus on themselves. A lot of times I will supplement the small intestine so that we can really move that out of their ego, really disperse that throughout the whole body. So it's not, everything's not just concentrated there in the lower jowl.
0: So it takes it and it circulates it around. Yes. Using the dynamic nature of fire
2: and water, it makes it extremely dynamic. So especially uh, for if there's people with a lot of blood stasis and things like that, a lot of times I do use the small intestine with the system.
0: Ah, okay. Tell us a little more about how small intestine helps with treating blood stasis.
2: Again, like I was saying is the dynamic aspect of fire and water that makes everything really dynamic in the body. You have both of the primordial powers, fire and water, and that helps really push things. I'll never forget when I first um, was seeing a patient uh, with my teacher and uh, as a patient, uh, maybe had broken their legs 20 years ago, hiking and horrible break, you know, just multiple break. And it, it, you know, still here 20 years later, it's a whole bunch of Varicose veins and really black and blue the whole lower leg and we did a uh, small intestine uh, for him and on the table uh, Some of those uh, it started to recede, some of the blood stages in the leg I, I just I couldn't believe it
0: you watched it happen before your very
2: eyes Yeah, Within just a couple minutes of having needles in uh, this 20 year old break started to recede, uh, Some of its you know black and blue nature and you know, it wasn't subtle. It was it was grossly changing, you know, it was amazing but that's just showing the dynamic aspect of uh, when, when you activate the small intestine in the system. Mm-hmm.
0: Can you give us another example or two where this powerful dynamo would be helpful besides blood stasis?
2: Yeah, I think where people just get uh, stuck with themselves too, like you were saying before, narcissistic. A lot of people are just really stuck, really focus on their own problems themselves and things like that. Then a lot of times I use small intestine just to kind of free that up and move things in the body so they're not so stuck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's coming to my mind at this moment, often people look at things that are stuck and with our training we often think, oh there's some you know liver liver cheese stagnation, right that it, it's the super popular diagnosis. There's some liver cheese stagnation. Are there elements of what we would usually call liver cheese stagnation that might actually be oh we need to supplement the small intestine?
2: I would say definitely, right And then you could always combine these. Say the liver is a little bit too hot, that person is a little bit too um, introverted, a little bit too um, polite, and things like that. You could combine the liver on one side, supplementing it, and the small intestine on the other side to move everything. So I think that would be a good combination.
0: Wow. Okay. My brain is turned completely inside out because so. <laughs>
2: This is definitely how I started with the system, right? There's a lot of things to think about, but eventually, you know, I'm, I'm so glad we're talking about the archetypes. Once you really understand the archetypes, you can really let the theory drop away and just use the archetypes.
0: And just use that. Great. So let, let's just get into this liver thing for a moment, because when you when I hear you say a hot liver, I'm thinking, you know, someone who's frustrated, someone who's angry, uh, maybe they've got some rage, they're not pleasant to be around because they're really snippy. And you're saying, oh, yeah, the liver is too hot. They're introverted. And I'm going, what?
2: <laughs> right. So, I mean, I, I think the key thing I, – I think about like you're saying more about that, that aggressive uh, upset energy is more gallbladder energy for me.
0: Okay. That's gallbladder, not liver. And, and we – okay. Got it. Okay. I mean, I can get to that through my yin-yang correspondence. Yes, right? It's the gallbladder that gets that way. The liver is actually – a quiet, contemplative monk. If it, if everything's going well
2: and balanced with the Sanjah, then it's fine, yes. But it, it tends to, it likes to be uh, cool and dark, the liver does. So you're right, I mean, and TCM's right, it doesn't like getting hot.
0: Yeah, the liver likes to be cool and dark, that, okay. I mean, there's just some real gems that you're coming out with here that I'd have to say, I don't quite understand it in this moment, but you know, I've like taken a note and gone, watch for the cool dark of the liver. Where does someone need some cool dark moistness? Maybe think about tonifying the liver.
2: Right. And not so moist, but a little bit of moist. The archetype for my teacher, he really thought about the liver as like, he visited me here in Northern California and we went to Redwood Forest <sighs> and had a little bit of cool fog in it. He said, oh, this is really liver energy. And then uh, later that day, there was like uh, dark clouds. And then it was like, really opened up a really bright sunshine. And he was talking about how, oh, as soon as the clouds went away, that really bright, clear uh, sunshine, that's really San energy. So in my mind, that's really clear, you know, outside uh, examples. But we see this all the time with patients, right? If they have that right, nice, clear energy or if they have that really dark energy and we need to balance that.
0: Okay. So if someone's like brooding and internal and you would bring some Sanjot energy to that.
2: Right. Uh, we, I would mean, I to that brooding internal and really impolite, just not very, really
0: impolite.
2: <laughs> right. And you'll, you'll see this in clinic, right? You'll, you'll see people that kind of knock your stuff over.
0: Oh yeah. No, I'm thinking someone the other day they came, this woman comes in. Oh yeah, this was great. I mean, she goes in the bathroom and she comes out and she goes, you need to empty your trash can. <laughs> and, and <laughs> And then she comes into the treatment room and the place where I've clearly got my stuff, like this is where I work, this is where my needles come out. She puts her handbag there, not on the table next to the chair where she's supposed to sit. Nope, right on my working area. Yes. So my uh, uh, needle finger is getting itchy for Sanjiao tonification right there in <laughs> that kind
2: of situation. And maybe if it's extreme like that then you and she's healthy enough, then you can consider uh, uh, draining the liver too.
0: Okay. Oh, great. Okay. This is... Uh... I, I feel like uh, things kind of come into view. This is this is like one of those games they had on TV years ago where they call it concentration where they like, you know, show you something and they turn something over and they show you another thing and then they close it up again. You got to try to match the pieces up. This is what this feels like. I've got things that suddenly like come to clarity and then they close up and you say something else. I go, oh yeah, where's that thing? It's over there. Wait, it, where is it? Oh yeah.
2: It is, it's definitely like that. And especially, I mean, it's so nice. All these pictures that we're talking about, all these concepts, you know, so well, it's just combining them. That, that's the interesting part about the system is combining all that.
0: Yeah. It, it's like we already have all the pieces. It's drawing new connections between them. 100%. Okay. Well, that shouldn't be so hard, but damn, I'm having a hard time. Okay. <laughs> it's really <laughs> hard because already are they're,
2: they're, they're such powerful images and then to stick them all together, you, you end up with like a super image.
0: All right let's uh, let's continue. let's jump into the uh, let's jump into the in and yangming spleen, stomach, all these things lungs, large intestine.
2: Yeah so uh, keeping with our archetype uh, patient right this uh, the spleen patient, I'm not sure how we should present this so I'll tell you someone that has too much spleen energy this is the person that is obese with really oily skin. So this is tie-in dampness and earth dampness. So this, this is someone just all wet all the time. Extreme double damp. And uh, yeah, double damp. And my teacher really recommend looking for the person who's really bored with everything. This, this heaviness, uh, all the dampness, and that person, they're just bored with everything. The internet doesn't have anything on it. This is, you know, they're just <laughs> bored. Everything is bored.
0: I have 3 million TV stations. There's nothing on TV.
2: Right. You can see it in your mind, right? Really, like... Puddled into the couch and just right. flipping through stations. That, that, that's extreme. Flat jaw,
0: drooling. Yeah,
2: drooling. I really like that with the dampness, yes. Yeah. And it may be a big uh, sweet drink with them. That, you can see that's just way too much spleen energy. And then we pair, in this system, we, we pair with a large intestine, uh, which is Yang Ming dryness and metal dryness. So you can see that that's such an obvious pairing, right? Super wet and super dry.
0: Yep. Double wet, double dry.
2: Right. Large intestine, when you have too much large intestine energy, you are, you know, real thin and dry skin. And you're just kind of hyperactive, really interested in a whole bunch of things.
0: Mm -hmm. So maybe people with ADD and ADHD, that kind of thing. Yes. And especially some of these folks would fit
2: that. Yes. Real creative people a lot of times fall into this too. Um, They're just always, you know, experimenting and doing different things. Yeah. It's the opposite of bored. Right? They're, they're just really engaged with everything they come across they find interesting.
0: Right. So for these kind of people, huh, I'm, I'm seeing a younger version of myself in this one.
2: Yes. I know you a little bit now. And uh, I think definitely you have too much large intestine energy, uh, especially with all your different projects, all the different areas you go into. Uh, you should probably get bored a little bit more. And a lot of times when when, when I have patients like like with, with your constitution, I, I do supplement the spleen and I tell them. You need to try and get bored. And it's, it's like a foreign concept to them. They, they just can't. I've never felt bored. I said, yeah, but try. You won't be successful, but try. Excuse me, try. And then you may be able to you know, get a little bit more of this Constitution balance stuff.
0: <laughs> so should I put these needles in and like pull up Netflix or something? Yes. But, no,
2: but it has to be really boring, right? Uh, oh. you, better, you better just have like a blank screen, nothing on, and just try and be bored. Oh, my God.
0: This, this this is a tall order yeah so awful. boredom as treatment yes oh god you do have my number Jesus <laughs> okay so so for these people that are like double dry you're gonna give them the double wet you're gonna to tonify the spleen yeah
2: you, you can see it, it's starting to make a lot more sense to you it is not a usual pairing we never uh, in TCM or something we never pair a spleen with a large intestine but looking at the you know w- with with the qualities that they're both associated with, with five elements and six confirmations, we can see, oh, it's obviously that that's a good pairing.
0: Yeah. It's a great pairing. Okay. All right. What about the lung? wait, wait, let me guess. Let me guess. I'm uh, let me see. Let me see if I can put wheels on my thought here. So the lung is metal. So there's some dryness, but it's also tie in. So there's some moistness.
2: So this is dynamic again, a little bit like uh, we were doing before with fire and water combinations, right? This is dry and wet at the same time.
0: So it's a little bit small intestine-like in its dy- uh, dy- dynasism
2: Yeah, I mean, it's not as clear, right? Like especially if you supplement these points that are a little bit com- combined, it, it's pretty mm-hmm. – sometimes not as clear if you've made a mistake or done everything properly, whereas like if you supplement heart and you're wrong. you'll know right away or if you're right 100% you'll you'll know right away because it's just so clearly fire fire this one at least is a little bit more mixed okay but but how we work with this is um someone with a lot of lung energy uh my teacher said this system we we think about um lung energy as like resources so this would be someone with a lot of lung energy has got a lot of resources And, and for modern that means money so for, so for lung being really, really supplemented up, uh, the person would be really obese, dry skin, and really shallow breathing.
1: Hmm.
0: So some asthma patients.
2: Yes, sometimes asthma patients. And uh, sometimes I'll try and gauge about my patients how their financial situation is. And uh, a lot of times not directly, but I'll just... I may notice what car they come up to the clinic in, or some you know whatever kind of clothes and things like that, and and I try and make a determination there: are they really comfortable money wise or not? Especially if it's, if it's confusing about should I um, uh, deal with the lung energy or not?
0: Help me understand how the metal lung energy is associated with financial wherewithal or th- that kind of thing. I'm not. I'm not sure. I quite get that correspondence
2: yeah i'm not i'm not sure that's implicit in what we're talking about you know just metal and water i i i don't, I don't i'm not sure exactly where my teacher got that from but definitely it's clinically relevant i've used it a lot uh, quite a bit that, that concept and you know from tcm we, we do talk about lung being you know the kind of the master of chi and so if you think about chi money as being just a, a type of chi then maybe that maybe that's the association i'm, I'm not
0: sure Mm-hmm. So let me let me just dig into this a little more. If I'm I'm thinking of a particular patient at the moment, Great. who her mother had no issues with money. Oh my God, as she put it, my mother was a badass. You know, and she had no problem asking for what she wanted, and she was perfectly happy to have plenty of money. Plenty of money was good. Great. And uh, yeah, that's I mean that's what I was thinking. But in fact, her mom, such a badass when. When the family got divorced and mom all of a sudden didn't have a bunch of money, she moved the kids into a smaller house. She gathered them together and she said, children, I want to tell you something. We are not poor. We're broke. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So so definitely, I mean,
2: definitely there's going to be uh, uh, some lung possible issues here. Go ahead.
0: Okay. So my patient. Is always struggling with money. Money is it's like, oh yeah, my mom did that, but you know, it's—you know—it—it's it, not. I mean, she's got all the money issues that most acupuncturists have. Ooh, that was a strong statement. Anyway, I'm going to let that go by. Yeah, well, you know, it's yeah, we're going to let that go by. So for this for this particular patient of mine, I mean, she does have these money issues. She's got these issues with worth and self worth she's taking care of everybody else but herself. Cause you know, you got to take care of everybody. Am I, am I looking at like a heart fire deficiency or am I looking at a lung excess? What, what might this be?
2: Yeah. Both of those are definitely possibilities. One of the things I'm thinking about is um, maybe to supplement the kidney, like we were talking about before, that's more self-love. It sounds like everything's going out for her money, love, everything like that. So sometimes um, especially that type of patient, and that's just everything is going way too far out, they don't think about themselves at all, then I will supplement the kidney for that kind of patient. So I, I think definitely your first two ideas are definitely plausible, but uh, from my experience, then supplementing the kidney really helps these people really start to pull energy back into themselves.
0: Got it. I can see it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. That, wow. Okay. That's helpful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What what else might we see? Let's just go back to the lung for a moment. Give us give us another. You're saying shallow breathing, dry skin, obese body.
2: Yeah, this is obese body because that that's the wet on the inside and dry on the outside.
0: If they were dry on the inside, they'd be skinnier.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, that that's definitely how this system thinks about it. Is like uh, body type, uh, wet or dry body type. Dry being really thin, and wet being uh, kind of obese. Okay. So this one, uh, the you know, plenty of lung energy. Then we think about this as the banker, right? It's got the three piece suit on, but it's kind of bulging a little bit. It's got that real shallow breathing. It's got plenty of money. Everything's a little bit easy for him, but real dry skin and, and just barely even breathing. Uh, he's he's just so stuffed up with energy. Can you see? Can you see that one? Yeah, I can. And then we pair that one with uh, lung. So again, lung is a uh, tiny... Oh, wait a minute, I thought
0: we were talking about the lung. Oh, excuse me.
2: We pair that with stomach. Uh, stomach. Sorry, okay. I'm trying to keep track of this in my head. Uh, we pair lung with stomach. So again, don't have your head explode. This is just the system. We, but, so stomach is yang, ming, and earth. Yang, ming, dryness, earth, dampness. So again, we got the wet-dry dynamic going there. And uh, someone with extreme, uh, way too much stomach energy would be really thin. With moist skin,
0: ah, I had a patient like this yesterday.
3: Yeah, right. So um,
0: that's what he is. That's what he is. He 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 had this. He had like acne, this greasy skin, thin and fit.
2: Yeah, that, that that's perfectly matches this archetype. If he just was low on money, then uh, it would be perfect. How's this financial situation, that patient?
0: Well, I think he's doing okay. He and his wife are both entrepreneurs, and, I, and it, I, it seems like they've got their game together.
2: Okay, so not textbook, but close.
0: Yeah, I mean, things are often not textbook, but, I mean, it's, you know, I mean he drives a nice car. I mean, he's driving a late model, nice Toyota SUV. He's doing okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. so uh, a lot of times, like I said, it's not, it's not textbook, but definitely uh, the body type. And this is another important point we should say for this system, that earth and metal uh, phases... These are more uh, like physical, more f- physical characteristics. So physical characteristics would predominate over like financial situation.
0: Okay. So we're looking at like, are they thin? Are they fat? Are yes. they externally? Are they wet? Are they dry internally? Are they wet? or they dry?
2: Yes. That, that's important characteristics for this. And then the mental, emotional, spiritual aspects, that's less important for those two elements.
0: Interesting. All right. Actually, I want to ask why that's the case, but that, that may not even be an appropriate question. I'm going to ask it anyway. Why is that the case? I, I, th- I think
2: it's just baked into the system. Uh, that was a great question for my teacher, but I think I told you in the first podcast, my teacher doesn't talk to me anymore. So if, if he uh, ever uh, deems it fit to talk to me again, then I'll, I'll ask him that question because I had that question myself. Why? But uh, I don't know. It's, it's just a feature of the system.
0: Okay. Feature of the system. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can go talk to your teacher. Okay, great. <laughs> How's his English? Uh, his English is
2: pretty decent. Uh, uh-huh. But the problem is he's, he's a wandering monk, so he could be anywhere in the world. Right? Yeah, we
0: don't even know where he is. Right. That's, I mean, that's classic for this system. I mean, this system was, you know, it was like the attainment of a wandering monk, right?
2: Right, yeah. So, so he's still in that lineage. So when, when, he, when my teacher arrived at the monastery, right, uh, his first day there, uh, his ultimate teacher looked at him and said, I'll teach that one. So this is, this is just wow. a, a continuous uh, monastic system
0: uh, for the last 400 years in Korea. Wow. Okay. Ooh. Well, you never know when you might w- run into a wandering monk that'll teach you some acupuncture. That's right. You
2: never know. He could be out your way for all we know. He could be, <laughs> he could be stopping in this afternoon to your place. Well, I'll keep my eyes open. <laughs> uh, he, he'll be dressed as a monk and yeah, he's got Korean features. So keep your eyes out for that.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of those in St. Louis. That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. Easy to spot. Stand out like a sore thumb. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm in a small town here in Northern California, and uh, it was, uh, gosh, 15 years ago or so when my teacher first came to visit, and uh, nobody in this town knew much about like Buddhist monks or anything like that, so they thought he was like a karate master or something because he had the robes on and everything. So, <laughs> it was pretty funny.
0: Hey, are you related to David Carradine? Yeah. yeah, that was a reference
2: for everyone up here.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I think I think we've gotten through the twelve archetypes, haven't we?
2: Yes, definitely. Uh, I, I tried to mentally keep that in my head. I, I think we. I yeah. think we did.
0: I, I've been ticking them off here. Okay. Oh, okay, great. I, I want to. You're such a good host. Well, I'm just trying to learn this dang stuff. I'm just, you know, I'm on it like a dang honey badger. Great. You know,
2: like I told you before, it's been so helpful for me. So I know it's a lot of effort to to try and take on a new system or a combination of old systems that you already know well, but clinically, it's it's just so beneficial.
0: Well, I've seen some incredible results. And, and in a moment, we're going to talk about some disasters too. But one of the things, and, and we've had this conversation off, offline, the way that it ties together things that I already know, and especially how it starts to create connections between places where I used to look and go, how does that work? When I start dialing this in from this perspective, pieces come together that, have, I mean, seriously, they've just been like hanging out for years and years and years. And now I start to see how those tentacles connect. That for me is the really exciting thing about this.
2: Yeah, I think it's a real strength of the system. And something we haven't even talked about yet is um, like a lot of people that are, know a lot about the I Ching this, this ties into that system as well. So we, we didn't really even discuss that today, but there's, you know, a whole nother aspect, you know, taking into the e gene trigrams, putting that onto the organ system. So it gets pretty deep, pretty quick.
0: Oh my God. Okay. I I don't even want to think about that today or my head will explode and, and we need to finish this podcast, but you just opened up a whole new can of worms. Thank you, Toby Daly. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, you're the one that said I should try to get bored, but <laughs> That's true. And then you throw that out. Yeah, uh, yeah maybe oh better
2: not take on the system. I think your willingness to take on the system, though, I think I think that really does point to that your large intestine orientation. That yeah, you don't want to get bored, so you, you take on a, on a bottomless system uh, that, that, that appeals to you.
0: You know, this is yeah okay. Yep. All right, you got my number. Hey, <laughs> but before we go away from archetypes here, there's a couple times that you have used some kind of a weather metaphor. And so we while we're still doing archetypes could we just run through each of these organs again and tell us about the weather report for that organ system. We already know about the liver. It's a nice cool kind of foggy day in northern California in the redwoods.
2: Right. And and so, you know, the pairing with that is Sanjiao, so that's a like clear bright day. So liver San Jiao is, you know, the combination between the dark forest and a clear bright crystal clear day you know no cloud in the sky just everything really going well and my teacher also would say it's almost like you have this completely clear sun and then you put a magnifying glass in front of it so it's just like that, that oh pinpoint God. concentration uh, that, okay. that's what monks are always trying to do you know get their mind to that pinpoint concentration so
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then this gallbladder itself that would be like crazy strong wind that outward wind that, that we were talking about the Jing, so gallbladder is associated with like thunder, uh, the trigram. So like just a lot of movement, a lot of sound, a lot of outward movement. So gallbladder would be
0: like a typhoon.
2: Yeah. Pericardium again is has that and uh, inward wind, but with a little bit of fire to um, I'm not sure. I don't have a really clear climatic aspect for the pericardium. The heart itself, this is more geography. That uh, Yin fire plus fire is more like uh, like lava, you know, like, uh, like a big island's having right now with that big volcanic explosion, right? Just a mm. huge uh, fire going out like that. And then pairing with that urinary bladder, right, is that cold – and this makes a lot of sense too. I'm not sure – were you ever a surfer or spend a lot of time
0: in the ocean? I, I'm not a surfer, but I've spent a lot of time in water. I love water. I've sailed quite a bit.
2: Okay, so, so you know this, when you're in the water, right, I, I didn't realize this, I was a surfer as a young uh, kid, and I never could understand you would go to the bathroom just before you get out, in Northern California here, just before you go in and, and surf, and you just immediately have to pee in your wetsuit. I just never could understand that until I studied Chinese medicine, right? But th- this is the Yang, that cold water really activates the bladder.
0: Aha, uh-huh.
2: yeah. So that, that's that's cold water. You know, really cold water day. You know, you're at the ocean, and it just really, you know, that gets into your bones, kind of cold damp. I think about that mm-hmm. climate for the bladder.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm thinking of the Pacific Northwest uh, coastline, or the or you know Oregon coastline. Yeah, that, that's where I'm in
2: Northern California. Yeah, that cold, you know, that cold damp, and you you go to the beach not to you know sunbathe, but just to expose yourself to that cold damp.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. So
2: now we are sort of lost track of us. Okay. So maybe let's do small intestine. Mm-hmm. So that's fire and water. So that I I'm not sure about that. I mean that that's such a strong contradiction. I'm not sure how that is climatically. And same with the kidney with the fire and water. I'm not sure exactly how that would manifest uh, in my mind. My teacher didn't emphasize those. Again, those are a lot more like mental social, spiritual
0: kind of things. Okay. All right. Oh, wait a minute. You know what? Wait, I can't can't let that go. Okay. So mental, social, spiritual kind of things. Can you fill that in just a little bit?
2: Yeah. This is what I was telling you about uh, for this system, right? Like uh, uh, metal and earth for more like physical, structural things and fire and water for more spiritual things. Okay. All right. You're really making me uh, strain on this. Uh, like I said, eventually all this, you know, everything we're discussing just becomes part of you, and then you can just treat it in clinic. When we talk about it, I really have to kind of stretch back into the theory aspect of it.
0: Well, I mean, this is great. I mean, I'm I'm just bringing you my confusion, so I, okay. I mean, it's it's probably not your confusion. You're just bumping up against my confusion. So it's
2: it's, it's definitely my confusion because I've got a. a I gotta lay it out clearly so you can understand. For me, it's really like uh, it's really congealed into like just images, right? So um, uh, I have to stop and really think about what, what goes into those images. So let's talk about the spleen, right? So that that's just like mud, right? In my mind, that's that's mud. <laughs> okay. Um, you know that this is just damp earth, right? It's that heaviness of, of, of mud, and then uh, large intestine, you know, the pairing one. This is like a um, the young, mean like the mountain, right? The really dry mountain. You do uh-huh. like high, high desert. Yeah, high mountaineering, right? You, it's just really dry up there. So uh, that's the, definitely the climate for that.
0: And it's cool.
2: Yeah, right? Is it
0: cool? So we're talking about dry and cool. So it'd be like high mountain, high dry mountain rather than like high hot desert, high hot dry desert? Right. It, it'd be cool and dry, exactly. Cool and dry. So So it is a mountain. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Is that the trigram as well?
2: Yeah, the trigram is
0: mountain for that. Oh, okay. Well, there it is. Boom. <laughs>
2: I, I thought we weren't going to talk about that.
0: Well, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you said mountain. <laughs> that's true, yeah. Really. Yeah,
2: that's where all these things come from, right? The, like, yeah, we started to talk about that with gallbladder and thunder too, but you know,
0: okay. we won't talk about that. All right. So uh, lung, what's a, what's what's the weather forecast for the lung?
2: Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. So that's, um, again, wet dry... I think about, you know, more like the physical body with that. I'm not sure if I know about climate, a wet-dry combination like that. Maybe a really dry area with fog or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. And same thing with stomach, too, with that mixed. I don't have such a clear image for that, for climate.
0: Okay. Well, good. There's there's things that all of us can work on. And, and, and having a pointer in these directions, I mean, I think we all have our own images. Yes. That when it lands for us, when we go, Oh, I think this is that. Well, now you've got it. Right. Cause you'll see it everywhere.
2: Right. You'll see it everywhere. And then once you start uh, using these point combinations in clinic, right, you just see this over and over again, these kind of patterns, right. And it just, it's so clear, you know, what you need to do. So,
0: Okay, great. Good. I feel pretty settled with that. So th- the one last thing I want to do before we, uh, say goodbye for today is, uh, Talk a little bit about. I mean, you you know, you were saying this is an all-in kind of treatment. You can do um, amazing things can happen, and things can really go off the rails. So, I remember you saying that in the first interview that we did, and my clinical experiences—holy smokes, Toby Daly was not kidding because I've I've seen some things really go sideways. So, my my first question is, what are some of the things that we can look for? I mean, it, for you, it's very easy, very quickly, because you've done it so long to go, oh, yeah, that was wrong. You can see it quickly. But for those of us that are learning to tune our senses to seeing what, what's gone wrong, or if something's gone wrong, what are some of the basic things that we can look for?
2: Well, I mean, I think just anything that goes wrong with the patient, right? They're suddenly more agitated, the face color changes, and they're really unhappy, uh, you know, just from using any acupuncture system, you can really tell if you're really nailed or not. The patient just settles into the table and everything seems to just go so well. There's like a stillness and a quiet in the room or something like that. But usually with this system, if, if you're wrong, it's it's not very subtle. I'm, I'm thinking about the, the patient I wrote about in the journal article when I was first learning this system. She had really cold hands. So I thought, oh, this is so easy. I'll just uh, supplement the heart and bring a whole bunch of fire there and help with those cold hands but later on i realized right that i mean it was just from obstruction she have the cold hands it wasn't she didn't really have she, she wasn't really fire deficient she just wasn't able to get heat into her hands but she had plenty of heat backed up so when i added uh, when i supplemented heart for her you know she had palpitations and like uh, i'm not sure if she was sweating or something but she was just incredible heat sensations and uh right there on the table and you know it was just a young practitioner at the time so i thought wow this is really working or something you know just totally wrong yeah concept. she got off the table didn't even sleep at all the next night so i mean if if it's a fire condition and you add more fire to it especially double fire like the system takes up all of the checks and just really supplements fire really strongly uh you'll, you'll know right away that you've made a mistake mm-hmm. and but the nice thing about the system is then it's got a, a safety check on it too, because then as soon as I saw that patient again, I saw actually the patient next day because she hadn't slept the whole night before. And uh, she was a medical doctor too. So the, this, this early case, I thought, well, wow, I'll really impress this medical doctor, <laughs> really sure the power of acupuncture. <laughs> yeah, you showed her all right. Yeah, she really got to see the power of acupuncture. But, anyways, so uh, then I had her come back the next day and then uh, supplemented uh, urinary bladder just to counterbalance all that. And actually, w- what happened is, Uh, She felt, you know, much better right away. And then it ended up helping her hands ultimately to that system. So uh, anyways, just keep in mind, if you use this system and you, the the patient will let you know right away it's a mistake and then use the, uh, the counterbalancing channel and then bring that right back into balance.
0: Okay. And and as I recall, you said, do it on the other side. Don't do it on the same side that you've done.
2: Take it on the other side.
0: Okay. Am I correct in my thinking here that for like, kidney or heart or, um, spleen or what's double, uh, is it large intestine? I'm blanking, but, but, but the ones oh. that are double something like double fire, double water, double dryness, double moisture, you get that one wrong. You're probably going to see it sooner and more clearly than where you've got like the small intestine where it's water and it's fire right? There's already a little bit of balance built into it. So is it, is this a a helpful rule of thumb that if it's a double something, be extra cautious?
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Just be on the lookout for definite great things or definite bad things when you're right with the double ones, because yeah, they're really imbalanced. And then the four needle technique itself, right? I mean, takes away any checks in the body and really supplements the mother aspect. So you're really going all in when you use those four needles so yeah. you got to make sure it's right I haven't really made uh, much mistakes with say like uh, spleen and large intestine because it's so obvious right that someone's so thin and dry skinned right I mean it's so obvious it would be hard to make a mistake a beast person and and suddenly I think well, oh, I'll just add spleen to it you know I just I wouldn't do that but you're right the the double the ones that double up the qualities yeah that, that's that's much more dynamic
0: this was one of my off the rails is. I had that spleen person. She's obese. She's bored. She's wet. And and I slipped. I slipped in my thinking because I went, Oh, well, her spleen's a problem. We need to tonify that. Right. <laughs> right. I was I was doing, you know, I was <laughs> like, I suddenly like slipped into like my TCM thing. It's like, oh yeah, I gotta tonify that spleen. And <laughs> and uh Mac was speaking in your ear. Oh man, well, not just Machiog, but you know, a bunch of people, right? Yeah. But I mean, this is this is where it's so easy to kind of go. You know, it's like, oh, I kind of got it. Yeah, there it is. And then without even recognizing, oh, my treatment principle completely wrong. Right. Yeah. I, and she got off the table. She goes, "Am I supposed to feel kind of nauseous? I've not had that before." <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um,
2: so yeah, I mean, d- definitely, you will never do that again. So uh, that, that's that's a nice learning. Uh, Thing. But you can see, so for her case, right, she already had so much dampness, and then plus double dampness, it really, I mean, really throws the system off.
0: Yep. Yep, it's true. It really does. Right. So, all right. Well, Toby, anything else that you'd like to share with? I mean, you already gave us a lot. Holy smokes. I mean, a complete master class in an hour. But any closing thoughts before we wind this down?
2: I think that's plenty, and I really want you to get bored. So I, I definitely <laughs> don't want to tell you anything here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, my friend. Well, thanks so much for uh sitting down with me to talk about all this. I I feel a little more confident going back into the clinic and uh, you know, you listeners out there. Tell me what I mean, if they've got questions, what should they do? Look for a wandering monk? What 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 should they do? Guys, <laughs> if you've see the
2: wandering monk, let me know about it. Uh, all the listeners out there, if you if my teacher's name is Duam. Uh, if you if you run across that wandering monk, please uh tell them uh, I still need a lot of guidance. So get in contact with me. I I think a great place to start is that journal of Chinese medicine article. I I think you'll link to this. It is a, it's a great, everything's just laid out really clearly Uh, especially combined that article with these two podcasts. I think, I think
0: people can really get started. with Okay, great. I'll catch up with you next time. Thank you. Always great to talk with you, Michael. Well, friends, I hope you found that to be helpful. I know that having Toby guide me through some of these clinical cases has been of great benefit to me. So if you like this kind of thing here on Geological, how can you help? Tell your friends, share a good thing with them. Thanks again for listening. Tune in again next time. the voices of our community.